0: You're listening to the Platte River Bard. OmniArts Nebraska opens its 12th season with this play, Cock, written by Mike Bartlett, which will be performed at the Johnny Carson Theater at the Leeds Center for Performing Arts, February 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th.
1: We met two of the creatives in this play. Christian Novotny, they are the director, and actor Reed Westerhoff, they are performing the lead role of John. Our conversation takes place at the mill at Innovation Campus, so you'll get a little bit of coffee shop ASMR in the background on this one, as well as hear about this candid play.
0: Both Christian and Reed have their theater roots firmly in Lincoln. We talked with Christian first about their background.
2: Uh, I'm from Lincoln originally. I'm a graduate of UNL, the Johnny Carson School of Theater and Film. Nice. I, I studied acting and directing there. After college, I worked for the Haymarket Theater for a couple of years. or oh, um, worked their, cool. their youth programming, so I directed a few of their youth shows. Nice. At the end of their, their tenure at 803 Q Street before the building shut down, uh unfortunately i had the opportunity to direct uh Amy baker's uh the aliens there and then uh since then since the the pandemic kind of shut everything down we've i've slowly gotten in the track of working again both as an actor and a director i've worked for angels theater i've worked for flatwater shakespeare a few times as a performer um, I've worked with Lincoln Community Playhouse. I was in Calendar Girls. Yeah, um, I've done uh, Nebraska Community too. Players. I was in Noises Off as well.
1: Ah, that's excellent! A fun oh yeah, one. oh it's
2: a lovely show, Noises Off.
1: Yeah. Who are you, in Noises Off? Just curious. Um,
2: I was Tim. I've actually worked on that show twice. I excellent. worked on it when the Haymarket did it. I stage managed it, and then I got cool. to play the stage manager the I, next I, I, time I worked on a, it.
3: Oh, uh, that's a, such a crazy fun.
2: And video. it's
0: a hard stage management oh. job. Oh, oh my, God. Yeah. yeah, for sure, yeah.
3: For sure.
0: How about you, Reed?
3: Yeah, uh, I got my start actually in improvisational theater um, and then got my uh, degree in performance at Nebraska Wesleyan University. Wesleyan! Uh, I've been in Lincoln ever since. I've worked with just about everyone around here, but I primarily work with Flatwater Shakespeare. I'm mostly an actor, but I'm also, I think my my kind of niche, the thing I like sharing, uh, I'm a violence and intimacy coordinator. So on stage, and that's actually what I've been doing with Omni Arts for the past two or three years. This is my first time actually performing with Omni Arts. Oh, it's wow. really fun. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm violence and intimacy. So anytime that there's a danger of someone being harmed, I step in and make sure that there are safeguards in place and that everyone knows what they're doing to make sure that no one gets hurt physically, emotionally, mentally, anything like that that. And then I I also uh, educate with that as well. I I teach with uh, Flatwater Shakespeare, Uh, teach middle schoolers in the summers, come out for that, a little bit fierce. Um, And uh, I occasionally have the opportunities to work with uh, Peru State College as well.
1: Join us for this thoughtful conversation about this production you don't want to miss.
0: Review about what the story is I know we've got we've seen things out on social media and the website and what this show is about but in your words what is what do you think this show is about and what is it is obviously meaningful as well it has some meaningful parts yeah
2: um, this show is ultimately about John he's the only named character in the play so he is the oh. protagonist <laughs> okay, um, okay. <laughs> uh, but it's about him as he is discovering his uh, sexual identity. Um, he is leaving one relationship with a man and then starting another relationship with a woman and then gets cold feet about the first, leaving the first relationship and doesn't know if he wants to leave. And so it's his struggle of which way do I go with my life um, at this point in time. And so yeah, the first half of the show, um, you get to see John with each of the respective partners, and then the back half of the show, they're all coming together to have a dinner with each other to have to push John to make a decision.
0: How is that for you? Yeah,
3: it, it's a lot. It, it's a yeah. big role, and it's it's a heavy show. There, there's a lot in it. Um, I think um, the the big thing in this right now is uh, recognizing that. As we're looking at one relationship ending and another beginning, you know, often in real life, we would hope that they wouldn't overlap too much. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in this show, we really see them kind of clash as they're forced to occupy the same space. Uh, And that has been a wonderful challenge to take on, exploring these characters. Mike Bartlett has written such an incredibly insightful script. It tells us as the actors, and hopefully in time the audience as well, exactly what the characters are thinking, exactly what they're feeling. So entering that space, uh, the lines kind of start to fade away a little bit and it becomes a little bit more just living in it. Yeah. And that's been very nice to explore.
0: So then if you're the main character, how many other uh, actors do you have?
3: Uh, there are three other Production, actors. Um, so it's
0: really, yeah, small. Yeah, yeah we've got um,
3: the the man that John is, uh, has been with, played mm-hmm. by Anthony Delaney. Uh, we've got uh, Francoise Traxler as the woman that John is with, and then uh, the father of uh, Anthony's character is played by Stephen Buehler. Uh, and uh, if you don't know all of those names, you, you will in time. Truly some of the nice. greatest talent in Lincoln. Nice. Uh, the, uh, Christian has put together an absolutely incredible uh, group of people to tell this story, and it's made every part of it so much fun.
0: So from someone who wants to be a butt-in-seats person, what is the most enticing thing that you can tell them about this production so that they make sure that they get their ticket and come?
2: Well, an interesting thing that Mike Bartlett has done with this script is that he requires it to be performed uh, with no mime, no props, and no set. Um, We've decided to put this in an arena setting, so in the round, um, to kind of emphasize the sport. Of uh, this conflict, so you can uh, root for either side, and then you have that uh, community engagement of like seeing the the people across from you engaging with the story and seeing their reactions to it.
0: Interesting. So, so this character, even though they find themselves attracted to both male and female, they still identify as male, so they don't see it as being someone who is attracted to both sexes and, and wants to accept that they're attracted to both sexes. Does that make a, does that make any sense? Yeah, there's, what I'm trying
2: to say? <laughs> there's conversations in the play about who John is. Um, a big crux of the end of the show is, is pushing John to, to make a decision of who he is. Um, whether it, he be gay, he be straight, he's bisexual. Um, it's, it's discovering who he is. He's still um, in the process of yes, figuring yes, that out. Yes, yes, okay. yes. And, um, I think another big, uh, point of the show is talking about uh, it's being mo- being more important uh, who the person is that you love and not what they are.
0: Right, right.
2: How they treat you as opposed to who they physically are.
0: This particular production is more it's does it have comedic parts to it or is it is it really very much drama? Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, there's a lot of wit in what Mike Bartlett has written and so uh, there's a lot of comedy in how they treat each other, how they're mean to each other and how...
3: The the payoff from that is where, where there's comedic catharsis through it. I think, as with most dramas and tragedies, you you have to have the humor in there because mm-hmm. it kind of makes the darker moments hit that much harder, mm-hmm. and then those darker moments make the comedy that much funnier. I like to talk <laughs> about just how human this play is. Please, uh, I I think there there's just so many elements of this play and in every character that I think a lot of people can identify with, mm-hmm. and I think. Uh, especially, especially adults, you know, people, people in their, and I'm talking like people in their thirties and, and up, I think many of us can identify a moment in time in our lives where we hit a crossroads, where we had to make a decision who we uh, were, yeah. what we were, what we wanted in life. Uh, and I think this play captures that in such a a beautiful way and examines the way different people interact with that moment. Mm-hmm. And... I hope that people do not get distracted by the elements of this play that they do not understand, that they do not identify with, and are able to get to that core, that human core, that is for people desperately trying to survive, and in the only ways that they know how.
0: But what an interesting concept to have a a play that doesn't have any props, right? No props. See, I don't even know how you do that. How do you do that? Um, (laughs) And you said no mime either. Yeah, no (laughs) mime either. So you can't mime
1: it?
2: No, no. Um, Unfortunately. Um, (laughs) Well, because the way the the dialogue's written, it's so pointed at different moments. You get to play with Space between the actors. Do they come to each other at a moment? Do they go away from each other at a moment? Are they looking at each other? Are they not looking at each other? Okay. And those decisions then influence how the audience is interpreting what's going on. For sure. um, and because it doesn't have all that, it also strips back um, the drama, so you get a focus more on the language of what's actually happening in it. It elevates that to a plane where you get to look at this um, through a different lens because of that.
0: Yeah. Did you find that to be difficult at all to direct or even to act with those sorry, did I you mean, find I mean it has its
2: <laughs> challenges. Um, f- <laughs> for sure it has its challenges. Um because uh, when you do theater you're relying so much on uh what is set up in the script you know they go behind the couch or they do this with this thing but when you take that away yeah, it opens up the the door for more exploration in, in a different way
0: yeah.
3: yeah i think that's been the biggest takeaway for me is not having to worry about anything else has really just allowed me to focus on the language yeah. focus on the characterization the mm-hmm. relationships between everyone and not whether or not i remember to grab the thing that i need to grab from the side of the couch to yeah to play with like right. I, we don't need that we just need to know that he starts fidgeting
0: right That's interesting so what about like that um what how are you doing anything different with, than with light design or that type of thing are you able to do any any other different uh, atmosphere for those scenes
2: yeah there'll be there'll be some some lighting design there's yeah. not really much in terms of sound uh, internally while the the show's happening there's okay. some transitions in between um, the scenes but aside from that it's it's really carried yeah. by by the actors this is this is really an actor's show not a designers show yeah, that's yeah. what it sounds like yeah yeah
0: and what an exciting role for you it I mean is. it just sounds like it's just uh, it's meaty it just has so much a lot a line. of lines
3: folks yeah it's a lot of lines and yeah it, it's something that i i was surprised by how much of myself i found in john uh, once we started really digging into the script uh, nice. the the struggles that he goes through these these urges and, and, and yearnings that he has and doesn't understand how to communicate um, although certainly not the same as I experienced in real life but it, these these parallels yes yeah, are there similarities, yeah. yeah it's it's a wonderfully it's just it's just human and it, and it's beautiful to experience and I hope that uh, once audiences are in seats and uh, watching it, I hope that they are experiencing it along with us
1: Yeah, that's cool. Sounds absolutely. like good casting my friend. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> totally. You always love to hear that from your actor. You know, I could see a lot of myself in this role. You're like, "Yes, I did it right. <laughs> they, I did it right." They knew exactly what they were doing casting everyone in this play.
2: That is awesome. Doing- this play being written around 2008 and then produced so over it. yeah, over several years after that. I think it's really interesting that uh, it came at a point where like online dating was really taken off. Okay. Um, yeah. I think society, societal expectations of that. You, they're through those experiences. It, you're trying to be narrowed down into certain boxes, certain types. Nice. You are you gay? Are you straight? Are you monogamous? Are you polyamorous? And it forces you to kind of define yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is a play that explores more shades of grey in the world where things aren't so black and white where you can't necessarily narrow everything down into such specific things and um, that's something I really enjoy about this script that it, it allows for things to be on a spectrum.
0: So, two thousand eight. Even since then, so many things have changed in that. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So did you find any yeah, yeah. difference in the play that you felt that was that was dating it to? Yeah, as that you looked time? at uh, it.
2: Yeah, there's there's a couple <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, moments yeah. He's yeah. like he's <laughs> like
0: maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a
2: couple <laughs> word choices in some of the heat, heated moments that I think are a, a little dated in terms of where we're at right now. I also feel that the script was really ahead of its time being written from when it's, it was written it to now. sounds like it because we're having a much more uh we're having a lot more conversations about these topics now than we were 20 years ago oh, almost easy
0: and were you at all tempted to change those those words
2: we've we've had discussions about it but unfortunately with with our contract with dramatists we, we could yeah we can only change yeah, little bits here and there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, before you do that. That does stuff. make it yeah. difficult, especially if it, you feel like it's marked, you know, mm-hmm. and you want to make it more timely. No matter. What do you kind of like to, it. as a
1: director, do you like to do the curtain <laughs> speech, or would you rather not? Um, I, I don't mind at all. I've enjoyed I, I, it over the years. Uh, so. uh, fair enough, some directors I, hate doing I that. Really <laughs> like, don't it. I really like to see Was Cock a project that you said, hey, here's this play, I want to direct this play, or did they say, okay, here, this play's on the docket, who wants to direct um i actually brought it to dustin you did bring it to dustin okay i always find this fascinating yeah, okay, because sometimes awesome. it's like oh hey i saw this i wanted to do it and sometimes it, so you did bring it yeah um i had an audition
2: for marjorie prime when they were producing oh, that oh, yeah, yeah. i unfortunately didn't get cast my my good friend john paul Zahir got cast in the role oh, for sure yeah. but um through auditioning with that uh th- for that project dustin had reached out to me about Maybe creating an artistic collaboration on some level for me and and the company, Mm -hmm. and so I showed up with several scripts. um, This being on the top of the list, top of the pile, yeah. And uh, we had a nice conversation about it, and that is what leads me here.
0: Oh, that's wonderful!
1: What a great opportunity.
0: For that both of you, awesome.
1: really. I like it. I know there's more and more plays and productions that are addressing these kind of issues. Is this the first time you've been able to hit a production that are that's actually addressing sort of more modern-type issues about sexuality and gender and all that sort of thing? Because I know not everybody gets to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there, there have been... Because we've been talking with a lot of yeah. folks lately who are doing these kinds of yeah. plays, and, and they're really coming to the forefront now, and I'm like, it's the first time you've you've been able to do it. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. I think there are a lot of these plays that, uh, like Christian said earlier, that are being written and produced nowadays because yeah. it's on the it's on the front of everyone's cultural mind. Exactly. Um, but then the, uh, you also have to view it through the idea that when you are when it's not an issue, when it's your life, everything you touch becomes just a little bit connected to you. For sure. Uh, so I've maybe not necessarily scripts that directly deal with it themselves, but every production I touch, I bring that lens to, And uh, I think, and, and I ask my friends uh, to do that as well. You know, when I have the opportunities to direct, when I have the opportunities to collaborate, I think every lens is important because it's going to color the production that we make. Everything sure. is unique. That's the the beauty of sure. live theater is it's going to be unique and in the moment every time and then the next time you see it, it's going to be entirely different because the first one's gone.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Which is the great thing about theater is once it's done, it's done. No, that was that was what I was hoping you would say. Is that is that a it,
3: wonderful setup? Then every everything <laughs> yeah. everything
1: that, that that you're touching when when you hit the stage has some of you with it because it's it's I mean it's unavoidable. We're we're yeah. not robots. We can't just say okay, I'm this now. It's like now you always bring some of you, and that's why directors will cast people like that because they yeah. like. They like that part of you for this character. It's like, ooh, yes, let's put that together. What artists that, what does that love to
3: work with other artists. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Yeah.
1: For sure. And it sounds like you guys have a great great collaboration going, especially because it sounds like, man, <laughs> 80, 90% of the show is you?
3: Ah, oh. uh, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Just
1: got done doing uh, WIT this past year, and it's like 80% the main character, the, the lady who's who's dying of cancer, and then there's, you know, a couple of doctors, and some, you know, like a little stable of four people who just do various things, you know, they're interns, and, and they got a line here and a line there, but so much of the show is that one person, not not to put any pressure on you, but... <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Oh, no. No Believe pressure. me, you could not put
3: any more pressure on me than there already is. Than you're putting on yourself?
1: Good for you. Because that's what I would do. It's like, you can't do anything to me. I'm doing it all. We are, we are
3: always our own harshest critics. <laughs> right. we I think. Aren't exactly. we though? Yeah, and Good that's time. why it's wonderful to have a director who can kind of cut through that and like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. actually collaborate. Oh, right. no. Yeah.
0: To remind yourself to, to, for some self-care in the process, probably. So breathe. Oh, yes. <laughs> once in a while, breathe. Yeah, breathe. Sometimes you got to
1: eat. Got to make sure you eat. Mm-hmm. Got to make sure you sleep a little. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, what an exciting production for... Omni Arts to Nebraska to to start their production season. I know they did a few things this last fall, but this is their first production basically of the year. And Mm -hmm. what a a,
1: at the Johnny Carson Theater! What a
0: meaningful play to start off with.
1: For sure, for sure, we like it. Uh, Yeah, like you said, there's there's a lot of these uh, 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 plays that are addressing these issues that are on the forefront of everybody's minds, either being written or being produced now. And it's neat to see. That some of them have been here for a while, mm. you know, and and it's like, oh hey, somebody wrote this almost 20 years ago. How about that? Isn't You'd that be something?
3: shocked what people wrote 80 years ago. I, I know, yeah, I know, and and, yeah. and
1: that stuff is now being. They're going, oh hey, look, look at this. Forget about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did apparently. <laughs> or or just never really got done. Maybe, maybe that was part of the thing. Got written and everybody went ah. Eh we can't do that, you know, or they didn't want to go there, but now everybody's like, yep, we're going there. Yeah. And we're going to talk about this because it needs to be talked about.
0: So round robin, what is, what is your most favorite show that, that you've ever uh, done or seen?
1: You're not allowed to say this one. <gasps> that's that's a cop out uh, <laughs> because that's the actor always round says, yeah, well, that's... well, the current show is always my favorite. I can't I'll number two. I guess I'll
2: start. Um, I think uh, one of the most... One of the shows that I'm most proud of um, was actually something I did last summer with OmniArts. Um, it Ooh. was a, a new script, Happy Birthday, Lily, by Jillian Hi, Carter. Jill. Oh, yeah. Um, Friend and of the podcast. It, it uh, <laughs> explored kind of similar themes of self-acceptance yes. and uh, being able to cut through what society thinks you should be like or right. what you, you should be um, and, and accepting yourself for who you are. Um, it was very wonderful wonderful play wonderful cool. experience um, I mean it was provocative in <laughs> many different ways yes. there was a hair bit of nudity just, um, yeah. yes, well. yes. Uh, especially for myself um, well. in that show but. just an entire scene yeah like a ten, a ten <laughs> just,
0: minute just nude whole scene entire, you know? just a ten minute
1: nude scene
0: she was talking about that on the podcast. She too. was. Oh, yeah. She was joking about <laughs> it. And she
1: was actually praising her actors. She's she's like, doing such a great job, doing such a great job. Well, she's like, I could never do it.
0: She, she was afraid to ask people to audition because she, she felt like she was asking to see, to see them nude. If, uh, it, if she yeah. was asking them to audition right. for the play. So yeah. she was going to feel uncomfortable about she that. Was,
1: she was calling it behind the scenes, her naked play. Her naked play. Her naked yeah. play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a naked play. I'm like, are you really? (laughs) She's so great.
3: I'll go an entirely different direction. Okay. Uh, One of the first productions that I got to work with after graduating from Wesleyan was a Wesleyan project. Uh, One of one of my year uh, had done a a big production. Her final uh, project was to do an immersive version of. The Scottish play? We'll go with the Scottish play. Sure, we'll say Scottish, Scottish play. Yeah, uh, a, a immersive. So we took Wesleyan's entire theater building became the venue, and then actors or not the actors wandered around, and audience was allowed to just kind of follow whoever they wanted to follow. Uh, wow, I did. Cool is uh, that. It was, it was incredible uh, It was based off of some work that's done in New York okay. uh, and immersive theater is just becoming a more common venue yeah uh, I love it but I got to do I got to do the fights for that. Um, mm. there were there were some really fun uh, moments in that the big Macbeth Macduff fight at the end is uh, incredibly fun. Uh, we did something really cool with the uh, murder of the MacDuffs. Spoiler alerts for the Scottish play, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah uh, everyone you know, dies. Yeah, well, uh, Shakespeare. Uh, but figure. that was that has been the <laughs> biggest uh, bit of stage violence that I've gotten to direct, and that was God, that was years ago now. Um, but I, I'm so proud of the work that everyone did on that production. So you
1: do fight choreography as well? Yes. Excellent. 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 What a ah. great skill. Do I know you? it is, and there's not enough. I love it. There, there, there's not enough sword fighting in place. We could I'll do an, an entire that. other
3: episode on it. You know, call me oh, in. We'll, we'll talk totally. about. It. We can. We, I love can talk it. for hours. More sword
1: fights, please. <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> I love it. The name of the production is Cock, written by Mike Bartlett, uh, directed by Christian Novotny, and that production runs February 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. That starts at 7:30 p.m. and February 25th at 2 p.m. That is the Johnny Carson Theater at the Leeds Center for Performing Arts. So go on down yep. and see this production. You have not seen one like this, I guarantee you, and they're going to do a fantastic job. I, 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 can, I, I can tell I'm getting the vibe.
0: Yes, they're ready. They are ready. <laughs> they are ready.
1: Uh, thank you very much uh, for talking with yes. us this morning. We thank drug you me. up early on a, so on nice a Sunday morning. Yeah,
0: thanks for having oh, us. Thank, thank you for having us. <laughs> fun. Always, always. Tickets are available through the LEAD Center for Performing Arts Ticket Office at 402-472-4747 or online at www.leadcenter.org. Thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. See you next time on the Platte River Bard.